Beauty of Life from Orbion Mix. It's such an awesome song. Welcome to to Mom's Life. Hello and welcome, yes, to you all beautiful moms. We'd like to just dedicate this show to every single person that has lost someone during this COVID period due to COVID or due to an accident or, you know, we just want to dedicate the show to you to say we are here with you, we are crying with you and we are praying with you and for you. We are dealing with COVID, which is our COVID month. For, you know, this month of March. And bear with us because we are very strong. We're not going to cry. Yeah, no. In mm-hmm. the name of Jesus. Yes. So, yes, as Tano said, today we're getting a little bit more serious, you know, and we're going to like, you know, test ourselves here. But because there have been many deaths that have been COVID related and mm. because of all of the lockdowns, you know, we haven't been able to get to our family and friends, which made it so much harder just, you know, losing someone from COVID. Often you're losing someone mm. um, and you're able to say your last moments of goodbye or, um, you know, you're able to be with your family or they were able to be with the family during this time. But, uh, you know, with the COVID-related deaths, not a lot of people got there. So how do we um, help our children through this? Mm. Because that's one of the biggest challenges, um, helping them understand the reality and helping them to grieve without fear. I think that's that's one challenge that is um, huge for not only just COVID, but grieving without the fear. No, I love that grieving without fear. That's that's a powerful line. I think yeah. we should, you know, take hashtag that grieve yeah. without fear. Yeah. I mean, grief is is hard even for an adult. You know, sometimes I don't even know how to deal. Now with these little kids, they don't really understand fully what's going on. Yeah. And depending on the age, of course. And I remember in the first few months when Mika started school in grade one. Well, not grade one, grade R, when he was five. He came back home one of the days and he asked me, Mommy, are you going to die? And sure, yeah. I didn't expect that, first of all, <laughs> from a five-year-old to ask me, are you going to die? Yeah. But I remember telling him that, yes, one day when I'm gray and old, you know, when you are big and you're married and you have kids, so that whole, you know, that story. Because yeah. that's how I want, I, I'm hoping to die when my, well, I'm very gray and my kids, yeah. <laughs> you know, they, they, they also older, I'm able yeah. to see my grandchildren. But I mean, how do you, how do you tell a five-year-old about death? Yeah, yeah, it's sure. I don't think there's any fantastic way. Um, you know, 
how do you how do children feel lost and mm. grieve differently from sure. adults so you know i read up on unicef.org and it says according to dr demore a lot will depend on the age of your children right very young children may, may be confused about what happened mm. uh, both with loss and grief children under the age of five may not really understand you know in that case in the case of death they may not really understand what death is or understand that it's permanent yeah um, so there's not much of an understanding when they're under five. It's a different story for children ages six to 11. They are often very eager for explanations. Yeah. So they want to know more. They ask questions. They're ready to understand what caused the, the great um, disruptions that they are dealing with or the death or the person of the person they love. And sometimes we can give them the answers they're looking for. And sometimes we just don't know. Uh, that's just the reality of it all. And that can be that can be very hard for them, you yeah. know. Uh, Joshua particularly keeps asking so many questions, yeah. and he wants to uh, he wants mm. answers to all of these questions. And if I don't give him a proper answer, he'll make up his own answer, you know. So they're at that age where they want to know why, what is the reason. For teenagers, the process is pretty intense. <laughs> I don't have mm. teenagers, and kind of makes me think: Do I really want teenagers having or going through this? Because emotions can be very powerful yeah. for an adolescent. No, very true. Um, at times, they may need reassurance that the intensity of their sadness or even the moments where they forget or don't think about the death of the family member are all normal and expectable. So all of that is normal. Being sad, not being sad, forgetting that, that this thing it has happened to a family member um, sometimes they may think, you know, if I forget, then I'm doing an injustice to that person. And, you know, th that's the kind of reactions because teenagers can worry that they're not having the right reaction all the time. Uh, and, and it's, you know, it's hard. No, definitely. I dealt with, with death, you know, during 20, from the period of 2020, it was not COVID yeah. related, yeah. but um, very cutting and very deep, right? Yeah. So my husband lost his nephew. And a few months after that, I had a miscarriage. Yeah. And our kids, at that time, we had to explain to them, you know, that Kevin has passed away. And they, like, again, like Joshua, they had a lot of questions. Yeah. Why did it go? Where did it go? And in, in words that they could understand, we had to explain that Kevin went to be with God. And that, oh, one day we're also going to see him and we're all going to be with God. Yeah. And a few months after that, you know, they lost their brother or sister. And I watched my firstborn Mika experienced sadness. Oh, like oh, I wait. couldn't believe how this affected him at this, at this level. I mean, yeah. he was six years old at that time. But yeah. I really watched him grieve and being angry and asking questions. Why did, you know, my brother or my sister had to be with God? We wanted him here. And yeah. I couldn't answer those questions myself at that time because I was also going through yeah. my own battle with, yeah. with all with all these things that just happened. And I had no words because, of course, I'm in the same boat. So I had to send him to Patrick because I could only just cry. And he's also crying. And I'm like, I didn't understand that a six-year-old can, you know, Actually he can be, that. like, feel this, like, so deep because it would even touch my stomach and cry. And I'll be bawling with him. Oh and gosh. Patrick took him. Well, maybe I'll, let me explain this just after you speak, Denise. Okay. Okay. So, so it's kind of like my next thoughts is in terms of, you know, just being 
a little bit empathetic or be not little yeah. being empathetic i think that's one of the biggest things when you're dealing with a situation like that so like for a five-year-old keep it as simple as possible we can't talk in riddles like yeah. you know we lost someone this is what um you know the unicef.org spoke about you you can't just say well we lost someone they may take that literally yeah. you know maybe try saying something like i have some very sad news to share your grandparent has died that means his body stopped working and we won't get to see him again or and and should i say and mm. and now obviously um you know this is coming from a website but i would add on the part we won't we won't see him again but we'll see him in heaven and for a christian That's that good. is a pivotal absolute part of when we are describing this to our children because we may not see them again here on earth but heaven heaven is where we'll see them especially if they're saved if they're not saved it's a different story and we need to deal with that with our kids that's why it's so important to be um you know our own little missionaries and go and get yeah. people saved um now now this can be extremely hard but if you can't do it yourself have someone else do it mm. uh, someone that you trust your children uh, someone that your children trust you know yeah. to do it for you um that's also an option no very true because i had someone that could do that for me because at that time i was a mess yeah yeah so but thank god my husband was there and he was able to minister to my son and sure and really take him through the whole process of forgiving you know forgive god because he was blaming god he says why did god you know take him because we needed him yeah and i heard my my husband speak to him and ask him do you do you believe that god loves you and my son said no because he took my brother oh, wow. and to hear those words from a little person is like, what do you even know about that? Yeah. It was very, very surprising, but it was a very good process that Patrick was taking him through because I was questioning the love of God myself at that time. And they, he is also questioning the love of God. So I couldn't be of help to him. But there, yeah. my husband was able to say, to say to him, listen, God loves you. God doesn't do anything to harm you. God wouldn't do anything bad to you because God yeah. loves you. And I love that he made him focus on what you still have so he said to him you have mommy you have daddy you have you know your brother and your other sister here that shows that god still loves you and yeah. it comforted him so they were able to pray a prayer together at the end of that and yeah. i was grateful because uh it ministered to me as yeah, i was sitting good. in the room in in my own you know mess and realizing that actually god loves me that yeah. i still have all of them and I mean, I didn't think that a five-year-old would have to go through that process of grief, which yeah. helped me more than I think it helped him. Yeah, that's amazing. I also think that we, we must sort of realize that grieving is not a weakness. Um, yeah, absolutely. If you that's as a parent good. are grieving, it's okay for your child to see you grie grieve, you know, because yeah. grief is a real thing. It's something that we need to learn and it's something we need to deal with. And yeah. it's not fun. It's not nice. We don't want it but it's there you know it's real it's not something you should hide especially from your children because if you hide it from your children yeah, that's, that's you know your children won't be able to trust you instead explaining to them the reason and how we turn to god in this vulner vulnerable time yeah. just like patrick had done when when t like tandor didn't um i'm sure you didn't stop you no, i'm not gonna i'm not gonna cry i'm not gonna no, do i was no just <laughs> And I, I think that's such an important point because you're grieving, but you're not giving up love. Yeah. That's not what you do. And your child needs to see uh, there's grief, there's hard times, but we're not going to give up. We're going to keep on. We're yeah. going to trust God.
I love Active FM. Christ music is hard music. Our music at Active FM is lit. So, so to end off today, we're going to look at Psalm 34 verse 18 and it says, The Lord is near to the brokenhearted and saves the crushed in spirit. In Psalm 73 verse 26, it says, My flesh and my heart faileth, but God is the strength of my heart. Mm. And my portion forever. In Matthew 5 verse 4 it says, Blessed are they that mourn, for they shall be comforted. You know, during these these times of grief, showing our kids that it's normal to grieve is important. But when, what is most important is that your child knows to cling on to God. Even through this time. In this time to run to God because He is our comfort. God strengthens our hearts and gives us peace, right? That's what the word says. That's what the word says. Mm. And we should be standing on the word, especially during those times. It's possibly the most valuable thing to teach our children because if they can turn to God in that situation, they can turn to him in everything. Um, So, you know, be encouraged today. We we know that there's a lot of people out there that might be listening that have gone through this or perhaps are going through this. Be encouraged by this um, mm. and encourage those that are around you. I think that's also another really important part. You know, those people that are grieving perhaps um, mm. that have children, that that they can't uh, sort of do this for them, their children at the moment, be that pillar of strength yeah, or the people that are in your church, the people that are around you that need that strength, that need their children to be taken care of during this time, you know, uh, those kind of things get creative but um you know we hope that this has encouraged you i know it's a, you know it's not all depressing but it's a testimony mm. and it's just us saying we're here we can pray and there's so many others out there that want to do the same yeah. amen 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 so we're going to end off today with an awesome song from active worship i specifically chose this one because it is destination our destination is heaven. heaven so guys this is not the end whoever it is that has passed on you will see them in yes. heaven, especially if they Amen. are saved. Uh, and that's what we look forward to. So that's it from It's a Mom's Life here on Active FM. We hope you have a super week and we will see you next time. Bye.
going in. Heaven is real, it's not a thing. Caring now, limitless. Faith is the basis, I'm gonna win. This place is my game, yes, I'm on the team. Working in progress, I'm jumping in. Your Holy Spirit is guiding me. Purpose is driven to infinity. Heaven is our destination, Jesus is the only one. Heaven is our destination, Jesus is the only one. Active FM Radio has never been better.